Welcome to Bits and Pieces, a podcast about the rather important bits and pieces of my life. I'm your host, Amanda Park. Welcome. Hello, friends. Man, it's been a minute or two. Well, really, it's been like a month and a half since I've done anything in relation to podcasting and anything like that. So if you have listened to it so far, thank you. You guys are beautiful human beings and beautiful souls and you guys deserve to be here. You deserve to learn something new, to figure out something new and any of that. So today I think we're just going to talk. Today I'm just going to drink some water, drink some coffee that is probably no cold, if I'm being really honest, um, pull a card, which we will do first, and then anything else that might come up. So let's get started. I am going to pull a card from the Spirit of the Wheel deck. And this is the deck that currently is my most used deck. I pick from this deck all of the time now because the messages that come out of it are so real. You know? They're so real. They like they get me right away and I know exactly what it is about. So, yeah. I'm going to clear it. yawning because that's what happens when you're clearing energy is sometimes when you're yawning another thing that happens when you're yawning is if you are around some people and then you're yawning and then all of a sudden you realize that you don't like their energy um and yawning is a great indication that you're not in tuned with the other person's energy or you're just like not vibing or enjoying it and yeah it's just a great indicator that you probably should not be around those people just a heads up for anyone in the future okay so let's get one card for the collective it looks like the card is cleansing which is very fitting since as the moment of recording, Pluto just went retrograde and will stay retrograde until um, October from a post that I literally just read before I started doing this. So yeah, um, it's the spirit path of the north. It's releasing burdens, detoxification, and energy flow. So remember what I said about yawning? Same thing sort of. (laughs) On the back, it is long snow moon, contemplation, messages, and deliberation. So these are also very fitting for the time period. Uh, Let's take a look at the cleansing book and we will continue on. Oh my goodness, it just got dark. Anyways, thought processes. Uh, Right, the prophecy. 
The cleansing card signifies a time to release some of your heavy burdens and responsibilities. Cleansing means detoxifying on every level, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. Over time, burdens create negativity and fatigue, which continue to build if we do not release them and breathe our way into a cleaner, healthier lifestyle. Learn to live in a moment and move along with life's circumstances instead of fighting them. Probably a message for me if I'm being honest, but it could be a message for you if you're listening. Sometimes we cannot change the circumstances that occur within our lives, but we have control over our own reactions. Let things unfold now. My goodness. Even if you are fearful of what lies ahead. I'm going to say that line again. Let things unfold now, even if you are fearful of what lies ahead. Delegate some of the responsibilities you have recently take on, taken on. Respect and nurture yourself by setting your own personal boundaries. This means helping others only when you are not sacrificing yourself in the process. Cleansing yourself will make room for a more positive, healthier energy flow. Isn't that beautiful? And it's so fitting. It's so fitting right now. Because I'm going through a lot of shifting and changing and releasing these burdens and having a cleaner energy flow will literally help me be a better light worker, spirit worker. Um, a lot of those things you know there's a there's a random theory that I have where getting comfortable um there's a random theory that I have where we have always chosen this life and that I have always 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 since I was a little girl knew that I was meant for something big that big thing is still being figured out. I've got many, many gifts, and those gifts have been developing slowly, very slowly over the few years, because if everything came on me, like, too fast, I feel like I would have been way too afraid to deal with it. And a lot of other stuff. So, like, my theory is we always know where we are going. We always know where we're going, but we don't know how to get there. And getting there is the journey. And the journey is just, like, making random mistakes, making choices that may or may not bring that thing closer or farther away to you. It's kind of along those lines... When I talk, these don't these these things don't come out as they are because I have a different language rolling through. There's a lot of different things that happen. So when I say language, it does not mean like <clears throat> oh my god, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. It doesn't mean that it's like English. German, French, 
any of those kinds of languages. It's a language that doesn't exist on a physical plane. It's a language that exists within a feeling or a thought or a connection or even telepathy. Like when I was younger, when I was a teenager, oh man, I was so sure that I could, I could talk to people through the head and that they would get it because I would look at a person and then I would be like, listen to me, look at me. And then that person would actually look at me. So yeah, it's a very real thing. And just like when you're empathic, you're feeling other people's feelings. And that in itself is a language. It's a language about someone's thoughts, someone's triggers, someone's innate feelings towards different things. Like being excited when you see ice cream or the food coming towards you. Or being really sad when someone dies or when the, when the anniversary of someone died happens. It's very intense, especially if you don't know how to deal with it, especially if it's new to you after a random period of awakening. It's fascinating, to me at least. The prayer for the cleansing card is this. I open my mind, body, and spirit to the cleansing I need. Through the release of my burdens, I am more open to the love and support of myself and others. I'll read it one more time. I open my mind, body, and spirit to the cleansing I need. Through the release of my burdens, I am more open to the love and support of myself and others. Again, a very fitting, very fitting thing. So, I'm going to ask you, you guys, a question. And because I use Anchor for this podcast, you guys can actually find the link to send me a message or an answer to a question or to ask a question. And then I can add those into the next podcast that I do. So, my question for you is, what do you see, feel, hear when you're making a connection to someone? What do you notice about that person? And uh, does it make you feel any different towards them or anything of that matter? You can send me a message through the Anchor link. I'm also going to put that in the show notes so that it'll be a little bit easier to find. Yay! Um, getting back to like my random growing up stories, I always knew I was a Pisces. My mom bought me a book about Pisces when I was a teenager, and it was only for that specific year, so it was like really interesting. And it wasn't until I was in college that, well, two colleges later, um, that 
I found out that there are other aspects of a person's life that wasn't just their star sign. There's also the, the moon, the rising, all the planets, everything like that. Like it's, there's so much to a person that you don't really know about, even if you just look at them. You'll have a feeling about them. You might be like, oh, it's like this, or it's like this, or it's like this. And yeah, always know as a Pisces. Always, always love the water. I like warm water, though. I am not a cold water person. Like, I love a hot tub. Love a warm bath, but not too hot because your girl is, like, a tiny person. <laughs> but, yeah. Always new. And then, me always having these thoughts and feelings... And then me somehow, and I think, I really think this may have happened, but I was being in tune with the house that I was living in. I grew up in a house that was not yet 100 years old, but is now over 100 years old. And the family that grew up in it, they were the mayors of the town that I was in, that I lived in for, you know, a few years. And... They lived in that house, and then the daughter lived in that house, and then my dad bought the house, and it's kind of eerie and trickery, and I felt that the last person that had the house was kind of around, and I was talking to her, and I was getting to know her a little bit, yeah, and on top of that, we have a small museum in town and I actually found the photos of the house in one of the things. And, like, it was fascinating, again, seeing the past. And I found that during one of the times that I was there. Kind of instinctively knew to go down a specific aisle to look at specific photos and point it out. Me as a teenager or young person. And then there's another time where I kind of knew how to get somewhere without having been there before. Like, my town also has a golf course because, like, the place where I grew up, there are so many random golf courses everywhere. But I knew how to get to the golf course without being there before. That's a memory that only just came up now, which is very interesting. Getting to a location just because you feel it. And then you ask questions because you want to confirm it. Which, by the way, as a psychic person, that's super relevant. You have to ask questions to make sure that it is exactly true. Like, because... As a psychic, you don't know for sure. You have to ask questions. For me, there's a few doubtful moments. Like, I kind of feel like something awful at times. 
I feel like, not a failure, but, like, I'm not real. There was a stigma for many years about psychics, and now that there are a few, there, there were a few on TV and all that stuff, and a lot of them are real, but the thing with those guys is those guys are psychic mediums, and they do talk to dead people, and they do all that stuff, but there are different aspects of being psychic that are very real. Uh, recognizing your past life. That's an ability. Feeling someone's feelings, feeling feelings on a different plane, even. Not even just this reality, but other realities as well. Feeling things from the past. Feeling things from the present. It's all this conglomerate thing that we are here to deal with or work with or anything like that it's complicated this thing that we are in right now it's incredibly complicated even as I'm saying this I'm very emotional talking about it because it's it's hard to be like, hey, this is my reality. I feel things. I see things. I help people cross over. I have this innate understanding of people, even though they're not in the same room. Even if I don't talk to people for a very long time, I can still feel how they're feeling. It's a gift. I also got a gift from my great-grandmother when I was born when I was born. <laughs> Sorry. I, I got a gift from my great-grandmother when I was born because she was still alive and she gave me the gift of self-reflection. Just huge. It's huge as a young person to be like, yes, this is me. This is who I am. But all of these people don't accept me. And that was hard. Not being completely yourself for many years, not even just the 18 years or the whatever years I was in elementary, junior high, high school. It was everything else. Like you, especially when you grow up with the same people throughout the entire time, you just, yeah, you just kind of get into a really random groove and you become that person. You don't become anything else but that person. It's hard. So then when you get out of that, you're like, oh my god, this is like freedom. I don't see anybody that I know. This is great. Then I can be myself completely. But even then, you're meeting new people. You have to put on a face. And it's different. It's hard. You know, I'll always remember that first year of my, like, out of high school life to be a lot of fun, but also filled with a lot of growth because, like, that's when I started dating. That's when I moved out. That's when I made some great friends who I still am friends with today. Even after these eight, nine, eight years, I don't know. <laughs> It's amazing that that year I went through so much. I remember most of it, thankfully. 
And then from there, I moved to Calgary. And lived in Calgary, and then moved to Edmonton, moved, lived in Edmonton, and then moved back to Calgary because this is where family is. And, oh, a lot of stuff. I had an awakening when I moved to Calgary. Like a huge awakening. I made friends with this one girl. And like there was something about her that just like I felt like I wanted to be friends with her. And she also, the first day, she was wearing this fuzzy vest thing. And like it was really fuzzy. She let me touch it and like huge fan of fuzzy things, by the way. <laughs> And then I was friends with her, and then she was like, yeah, I don't vibe with this. I'm gonna leave. And then she left. And I literally should have left school right then and there, because I also wasn't vibing with it. But because I had spent many years of my life not finishing something, I thought, I have to finish this. I have to finish this. I cannot let myself not finish this. So I finished it and then I tried to go and work in that field and let's be, let's be real here. I freaking hated it. Like it was awful. But then saying that I love learning, I will always love learning. It is my Sagittarius North Nodes world gift for me to continue learning no matter what. And then to constantly change my perspective and everything else that's aligned with that thought. Yeah, like, because she was the friend that I made at that school, because she vibed well with everything that I was as a person, and she taught me a few things as well, that when she left, I made friends with people that were just there, unavailable. But I was friends with those guys for a while, and then it fizzled out because a lot of those friendships did fizzle out because after a while, I just recognized that I didn't vibe with them. And then when I moved to... Edmonton for those two years I kind of just lost touch and so that's what happened yeah I feel like I talked a lot told a few small stories told kind of stuff from my past and present and who who the hell knows a few of my gifts too and my feelings god there's so much alright guys thanks for listening and I will catch you on the flip side okay bye